Hello and welcome to And We Got Older, a video game podcast because we wanted to. I'm Kobe McGraw. I'm Andrew Evans. It's January 28th, 2021, and this episode has us sharing our thoughts on Mortal Kombat 11. We'll be talking about it in depth, so expect spoilers for the game and its story. And make sure to stick around to the end to find out what we'll be playing next month. With that being said, let's get to it. What's up, Andrew? Hey, Kobe, how's it going? Doing good. I'm ready to unload all this Mortal Kombat information that I've been gaining this past month. God, dude, I know. When I finished Aftermath the other day, Stacy was like, what happened? And I was like, I really don't want to talk to you about it because, <laughs> like, I just, I needed to say like it. If you, you, know if you started, I mean? you're just, like, pouring it out. Like, right, exactly. It's like, yeah. oh, God, just, I was like, time travel shit, basically. Uh, <laughs> dude, I had a, the fucking weirdest dream this morning that, um, or I guess last night, technically. I had a dream last night that I had a... Uh, two terabyte solid state hard drive and i installed it in my computer and i woke up this morning thinking oh my god i have so much more space on my computer and i tried to fucking install microsoft flight simulator and it was like not enough space bitch and um (laughs) that's that's what i've that's what i've done today so far what's uh have you been (laughs) sounds more like a nightmare Honestly, I was I was very disappointed because I really was looking forward to flying a plane and just seeing what that's like, Mm -hmm. you know, and (laughs) even I even thought like, dude, I have enough space. I could play fucking Warzone maybe like, wow, like all the space. What am I going to do? (laughs) Just maybe, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I've been good. Uh, Just uh, been playing different games and finishing up Mortal Kombat 11 and everything. So. Yeah, I've just been reflecting upon the series as well, just as a whole, and uh, my memories with it growing up with Mortal Kombat. Um, like, Interesting. Yeah. yeah just, um, did you play, like, I feel like growing up there were like two groups of people, or, like kids that played Mortal Kombat and then kids that played uh, Street Fighter. And then, like, the, like, one or two people that played Virtua Fighter or one of those, you know, <laughs> 3D fighting games. But right. um, did you play a lot of Mortal Kombat growing up? Yes. If there was a, a fighting game series that I was into, it would be Mortal Kombat. Um, I have a lot of memories with it, uh, like, going over to my cousin's house and playing them. Or, like, I didn't have PlayStation at the time, but one of my cousins did. And that's how I kind of got into it firsthand. And then, like, moved on to the PS2 days and got my own games then. But also, like, around Halloween time, I would always look for, like, the most ninja-like costume to kind of act like I was Scorpion. Yeah. So, I love that. Um, yeah. And plus, the movies had a lot of lot to do with that, too. The, the good old Mortal Kombat movies. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, that first Mortal Kombat movie is pretty decent. Like... Yeah. I think it's a solid like video game movie, you know. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I want to revisit it and the second one. I know the second one's kind of oh, it's I, like, bad. It's bonkers, but <laughs> it's bad. Isn't there like a um, big like mud fight scene between Sonya oh, yeah, and someone else? I, think in the so. I remember like this like sexy ass like fight scene and just being like, <laughs> "What the fuck is this? Like, mm-hmm. this is weird." Yeah, it's a weird one for sure. And Raiden's um, voice. Yes. He's doing that whole thing. 
Is it the same person that plays Raiden in both of them, or is it different? Great question. I honestly I was like just about different. to ask you. It it ha- I, I don't remember that Raiden being in the second one, if he is. Because I feel like I was, like, when I started the second one, when I first watched it, I was kind of pissed that it wasn't the same one, I think. Yeah, but like, that guy could is be just wrong. Raiden in my mind. Mm-hmm. Also, Raiden in Mortal Kombat 11, sort of, right? With the new right. skin pack, the OG skin pack, oh, whatever it that's is. that's right, that's right. I didn't, unfortunately, didn't get that. Um, or <laughs> I did not either. the mess up, the messed up uh, whole situation with the ultimate bundle in the original game with me and not so i had the original game Mortal Kombat 11 since it came out and haven't really played it since then um so i upgraded like you with the ultimate bundle but i still didn't get shao khan so i have no idea how shao khan plays in this game he's shitty i mean he's just <laughs> like a big body kind of shitty character like i feel like they're like spawn kind of does what he does but better I don't know. You're honestly not missing out. Like, who gives a fuck okay. about Shao Kahn? <laughs> I'm like unlocking a whole bunch of stuff for Shao Kahn. It's like, oh, oh this will never get used. Or, Look, fuck um, Shao Kahn. <laughs> long live Katana Khan. Yes. Um, yeah, I did not play much Mortal Kombat growing up, to be honest. I was more of a... When I discovered Street Fighter 2, that was like... It was fucking over for me. I just love Street Fighter. Like, I love the aesthetic mm-hmm. of it. I like that it wasn't uh, too violent to play in front of my parents. Um, I remembered seeing people play Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 at the arcade and stuff like that. And just seeing the fucking, like, all the blood and stuff like that. It, it honestly freaked me out a little bit as a kid. And I was just like, I don't really know that, like, that is what I want. And I also didn't like a block button. I prefer holding back to block. And... um didn't yeah didn't play. i i played uh you know man i played the fucking what was the n64 one with sub-zero it was like the action adventure one um. sub-zero's something <laughs> i don't remember it's horrible it's probably a dog shit game but i remember playing that quite a bit and then like the 3d ones i used to play with crisscross quite a bit and i would just be I just would pick the shittiest tactic possible. Like I'd pick the girl that has like the forks and I would like stick them in your legs and then just run away for the rest of the game. (laughs) Like that's how I played those games, you know, like, yeah, I I I felt like that, that they had the 3d movement for a long time. Oof. And it was bad. Yeah. I'm so glad they returned to 2d. Yeah. Honestly, they returned in MK nine, right. Or something. Right. Yeah. MK nine was kind of when they went back to 2d, but, um man netherrealm has done a fucking great job with mortal Kombat, and yeah i mean it makes sense like they're it's fucking netherrealm of course they're gonna like you know do do right by mortal Kombat. i guess Mm -hmm. especially you know considering ed boon has been there for a hundred (laughs) years but um and the game looks great like this like all the cutscenes and everything which we'll get to and everything but they this game looks good like yeah, it's a phenomenal um, looking video game. Runs pretty and well too. I definitely like have issue with the I, I I don't like combo systems in games where you're dialing in the combo, like how you're pressing, you know, like you know, one one two or one one two four or whatever into a like I don't like dialing shit in and especially having to dial in a thing and then input the special before it's even 
like on that frame or whatever. Oh, okay. But I, I think a lot of that is just like I've been playing Street Fighter my whole life where like all the mm-hmm. combos are timing based where you're trying to like time the two medium punches instead of doing, um, you know, dialing them as fast as possible so that right. they come, all come out. Um, like all on mm-hmm. one and like... And like same thing with kind of like buffering specials like you don't really buffer specials the same way in mortal Kombat as you do in um other 2d fighters but um right yeah th- this is the best i think this is the best mortal Kombat's been in a pretty fucking long time yeah it feels good to play and like out of like i don't think there's really a, a bad character or like bad fighter to use um in my experience playing with these characters yeah, everyone seems everyone pretty, good. pretty and, good. And with yeah. the whole like custom variations being um, tournament legal now and stuff like that, it makes the game even more interesting to me because I love that, like seeing what people, you know, will pick up on certain characters and whatnot. All those like player expression within. Yes, freedom of player expression. I feel like I talk abilities. about that all the fucking time. And I feel like this <laughs> game does a pretty good job at giving you that. Right. Um, do you have any favorite characters in this one? Uh, <laughs> it's fucked up. I really like Shiva a lot. I think Shiva's <laughs> super fucked up. I think she is a it's so bad, <laughs> insanely fucked up character. That my god, dude. I mean, it's not even just the stomp, man. It's it's the dragon stance. It's the fireballs. It's the, I can cancel anything into the fucking fireballs. And like, if you get hit by one, it's like, congratulations, you're taking an extra 200 yeah. damage. I, yeah. I, and the stomps are a problem too. It's like, I I thought that it would be easier to deal with because it doesn't make sense that it's so fucking hard to deal with. But <laughs> wow, it's it legit is hard to deal with, especially yeah, online. Oh, yes. Um we played once together um, this past month, and you showed me <laughs> her moves and everything, and it was uh, it was tough to deal with. Very yeah, frustrating. Like, even knowing, and you can delay it in the air too. Like you can delay your landing. Like it's, oh, you can. You can, yeah. So it oh, makes man, it goodness. even more fucked up to deal with. <laughs> um, there I like was Shiva. a recent patch, though. I'm not sure if they dealt with that, but I think it might have. That, well god i hope so for yeah the sake of everyone um but i like yeah i like shiva i liked uh robocop quite a bit i felt like he, he played a lot like sagat and um i love playing just an honest not even zoning game but just control i love controlling the screen in a way that is frustrating to the other person you know i like <laughs> to make you have to work to get in and mm. RoboCop, I feel like, does a really good job at that. And, uh, you know, I like Joker quite a bit, too. Yeah, you're, I don't know. <laughs> you're really good with those characters. Um, I think I, for, I, for this game, my approach was more like fundamentals and kind of learning button spacing and stuff like that. Whereas in MKX, like with the run button being there, like that shit was all like, I'm just fucking running, like rushing people down and shit. Yeah. yeah. Right, 50-50s, right. stuff like that. Yeah, I, I mostly used Jade a lot uh, in my play of this game. Um, felt really good to me, and um, I can even... It's that bow staff. Yeah, it's... 
seem to really like characters with staves and just using that. Um, but I could uh, equip a ability that makes me run, which I really liked. Um, wow, I didn't it, know that. Feel more cool. like MKX. Yes. Uh, yeah, you also have to like add another ability to like cancel out of it. So it's, it's some interesting setups you can do in this game with everyone. But uh, I found a good one with Jade. Cool. Um, besides that, you know, Kung Lao always feels good. Yeah, love Kung Lao. Jax and Fujin are some good ones too. This game just has a lot of very solid character design and it, it, like characters that are very interesting. I think they take they they can take like very basic ass character design and make it super interesting. Like this is mm-hmm. the first time I've thought Baraka was fun. You know. Yeah, like it's fucking Baraka, and I'm like having a blast, <laughs> like diving on people with him and shit, and doing the, just zoning people with his fireball, and his normals feel really good. It's weird. Yeah, I was even able to equip like the whole chef outfit for Baraka, so yes. that felt good to just slice and dice everyone and have a chef hat on. Yeah, good. And the fatalities in this game are just. They're, They're just brutal. even more gruesome and more detailed than ever. They are brutal. I'm so glad for the friendships because mm-hmm. I don't ever want to see a fatality ever again. Like, I like to see them once just to see like, oh, wow, that was fucked. But like, I don't want to see them ever again. Over you know? and over again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like if somebody yeah. does a fatality to me, like I've had games online where it's like I'll play like you know, 10 games in a row with someone and I'll beat them nine times and then they'll beat me the 10th time and they hit me with a fatality. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you can't lose nine times in a row and then hit me with a fatality. Like, that's <laughs> the stupidest fucking thing ever. Like, now, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. Yeah, it's gotten, like, just too detailed to a point where it's just like, okay, I've had enough of this, but luckily they did add the friendship finishers last year um around the same time that the aftermath expansion came out um which i enjoy very nice a lot yeah yeah um the nice touches to the game for sure i think most of the time i just always want to like move on to the next game anyway so Mm -hmm. like i i don't see the appeal in having these long ass fucking cutscenes at the end of every fight yeah just Just because i want to play the game Mm mm-hmm I guess now it's just more so just tradition for it's a it's like a part of Mortal Kombat. So it's like without it, it would be it wouldn't be the same, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess there is an interesting thought is like, how much do you do you think that like people would not want to play a Mortal Kombat game if there weren't fatalities? Because like if Mortal Kombat 12 comes out and it doesn't have fatalities, like I don't give a fuck. Like I'll play it, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like a lot of people would be pissed. But yeah, I would I wouldn't mind. (laughs) right it's just such a staple yeah yeah just like moving on i would rather do that it does take I a guess lot of time with, to with, do this. With, the, with the realism of like man like i mean this is on playstation 4 but like think how good this shit's gonna look on ps5 and whatever mm-hmm. comes after that and like how fucking horrific does it have to get before like we can't see these things anymore <laughs> i don't know you know how far can we actually go with this like, I know, and like how we full of how, so far already. <laughs> like how creative? How much more creative can we get with fucked up ways to kill people? Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they'll think of something. 
VR. It's so. someone's job Something. to like do all of that. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Those poor souls. For real. Good lord. But yeah, there's a ton of stuff in this game overall. Like the amount of stuff you can do in this game is you get a lot for your money, I think. Um, Especially now. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there could have maybe been an argument in the other direction when it first came out. And like everybody was kind of like, wow, there's a lot of fucking DLC in this game. And like the crypt even is kind of fucked up because like a lot of this stuff is randomly generated. So you can't yeah. even like use a guide to go through the crypt and get the things that you want anymore. The same way you could with MKX. And did MK9 have a crypt? I honestly can't remember. I th- yeah, I'm, I'm sure they did. Because that feels like a staple right, in a game now. Ha- has to have. But yeah. um yeah, now for sure there's like a lot of content now, I think. Mhm. A ton. Like even just like like gear side uh to the side, just like that there's so much there and but also the towers, there's so many towers to choose from and there's the classic stuff and um towers of time which is like always changing too. Right so much uh, and the, the attention to detail i think in all of the things that are in this game is pretty incredible yeah yeah like it's very and polished very very um and i like the crypt the, the crypt stuff it's interesting i i kind of wish it was uh it makes me wish that they would implemented. make like a fucking like action adventure game or something again me like too. another like shaolin monks or something like that you know mm-hmm. that, i'll get into it later on once we get into the story stuff but that's what i was thinking like the entire time that it just won't it wants me i want to have that conquest mode experience again that they had in deception right i kind mm-hmm. of enjoyed that yeah there's also like ai battles like mode did you ever play around with that i haven't I, I I didn't as well, but it, just the sound of it was weird. Like you can like set up AI fighters and they just go out and fight for you or something. Oh, you um, know what? I I kind of remember people using that to grind like the currency mm-hmm. or whatever on the towers whenever it first came out. Yeah, that's like the only reason I would want to do. It, I guess is for coins and gear. I guess. Right. But other than that, like I didn't really touch it. And. They have a they have a a pretty impressive tutorial section in this game. You Absolutely. take a look at it. Yeah, uh, I I think the amount of knowledge this game gives you is really great. It, it it's it's awesome to even see like frame data be like built yeah. into the moves list and shit, and like um, it makes frame data accessible in a way that for people that don't understand or are new to fighting games, I I think it's like. Mm-hmm. I, you know, like crisscross understands that when something is minus nine, like you can't, you know, or whatever, like because there's a visual representation of what that means, and then yeah. you can also feel it. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I have a really low understanding of frame data and like very like in depth stuff like that. But the tor- t- tutorial that I finished is it it kind of grounded some of those that info for me, which is Good. nice. That's good. Yeah. I think that's like uh-huh. just fighting game troubles just in general is like the burden of knowledge is too much and the ceiling is way too fucking high. Yeah. And the tutorials are almost never, I don't want to say almost never good because they've been good in recent history, but like 
historically have not been great, you know? Right. All right. And I think this does a pretty good job at it. I agree. Um, yeah. So I guess that leaves the story mode. Uh, if we want to get into that now, unless you have anything else. I don't think so. Yeah. Let's, let's get into the let's story get into mode. It. Yeah. This, is, this is honestly like, um, I feel like I played a lot of, not a lot of MK11, but I played a, the most that I've played of it has not been in the story mode. I, I did not play it almost at all whenever it first came out. And I don't know why, because it's good and they do a good job with this story shit. Like, mm-hmm. quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, this, uh, I think uh, overall, I really enjoyed the story stuff in this game. And, and it's not long, which is nice. Yeah, really, it's really it took me about five hours ish altogether. Yeah, yeah, about five to six hours for me for yeah, the five and a half or part something. one, and then part two, which we'll get to after part one, um, about two or three hours. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, I guess we'll get into part one, and I guess what, what would you tell me happened? <laughs> what was the setup for this this part one of the story? Uh, well, let's see. Um, you know, Jax is a revenant or whatever. He's considered dead, right? So Cassie's promoted. And, um, basically, Raiden shows up and says that they need to go to Netherrealm to, to go to Shinnok's fucking bone palace or whatever in his throne room to get rid of the undead army that they're, that the revenant, uh, boys are cooking up. And, um,. Yeah, it's it starts with uh, Ronda Rousey's horrible fucking voice acting. <laughs> honestly, like that's kind of like one of the very first things that happens is like it sure is. Get out yeah. of Earthrealm, um, Shao Kahn. Speaking oh, what? And it is How about I so show you? Jarringly bad compared to everyone. It sounds like she's like talking through like a on like a phone or like a phone filter or something. It just doesn't just sound really like off. it's coming from the character's mouth at all. <laughs> And I don't understand how that's possible. Like, yeah, like everyone else sounds really good, and then <laughs> Cassie sounds amazing. Cassie's it sounds really great, good, yeah. but like, mm-hmm. what happened with Sonya? I, I don't. Yeah, it's 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 not great. Did they cast uh, Ronda Rousey just because she's like a UFC fighter, and because that's kind of like Sonya vibes, right? Like, sure, she yeah. might be like real life Sonya, okay, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah it wasn't fitting work is not the fantastic. voice yeah um yeah everyone else does a pretty good job i think yeah um yeah this 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 entire story is just like it's pretty like all over the place like it's just it's a wild like non-stop thing from start to finish oh yeah so um, much fighting people fighting everyone is always constantly fighting people are either mm-hmm. talking shit or they're fighting <laughs> And, um, right, and all the cutscenes are really, really well done. All choreographed really well and paced and uh, photographed really well. Right, looks good for sure. Yeah, I, my favorite parts of the it's it's strange because I you know I talk about how like I don't really like the animation of like when you're actually like playing the game and like you know the individual animations of like this is what a kick looks like. It doesn't. I don't like the way that it looks. But mm-hmm. I loved the way the all the uh, choreography and all that shit was during the cutscenes and everything. Yeah, 
It's and I like watching a movie. And oh yeah, yeah. It literally it feels felt like, like I had snacks and everything. I was like, <laughs> this is gonna be a. Long it's a very time. old school experience in relation to like how games of like that I grew up with were paced. Like For you're sure. always like playing towards a cutscene, or like that was yes. kind of like unlocking a cutscene as you go. You know? Right, and that was like your reward almost. Uh-huh. Yes, the cutscene. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of games like that these days, and I'm not like I'm not like complaining about that, but it's interesting to see that Mortal Kombat is still doing that. Yeah, it feels very old school like that mm-hmm. still. And I also think this would have been a fun game to play with, like a or fun story mode to play. Like, imagine if we could just sit on the couch and play through this fucking thing together, and like right, pass right. the controller back between fights or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that kind of would have been a much more fun way to play this game for me than yeah, me just too. doing it by myself. Because cool. mm-hmm. I honestly really was like up a player, right? Yeah, like a central exactly. character. Yes, exactly. You're not like learning how to play a thing. You're just kind of getting through these fights to get to the cutscene, right? Right, right. And I think it would have been more fun to like be able to like take a break from that and like also talk about the fucking thing as it's happening because like you said like so much is going on that like I I feel like if we if we played through this whole game together and watched all this shit together, uh, we would have so much more to say because there's so many little uh, moments too to discuss all of like this a, chaos. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Like, oh, there's so many like big moments throughout the story that it would be fun to have that discussion when it actually happens and have that discourse. Right, right. This feels like a very like movie theater ass game where like you know when you're like walking to your car after you see a movie and you're like, dude, but what about that part? You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> right um, but yeah. is there any like big moments that really stick out for you just in general in this yeah. in the whole fucking story mode in part one yeah in part one yeah god i uh, i i think raiden fighting the whole army of undead fucking things by himself was pretty badass <laughs> i was like dude raiden's about to go the fuck off because he's like dark raiden he's pissed already and um Man, I, I hate when they. Um, sorry to interrupt you, but I, I hate like evil Raiden and like the Revenant. I, I hate these type of characters, and yeah, it's, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, because it's just like, come on. It's just like know? I've seen like, this type of thing done so many times. It's and it's there's no flavor in it for me. I guess. Um, yeah, like honestly, evil Raiden to me is not that different from like good Raiden. I'm just like, yeah. yep. His eyes are red, and he's a little bit more pissed off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it kind of just seems like... It's like in Scott Pilgrim when Nega Scott comes uh, out. Right. You know? It's just like... <laughs> I love that they turn that on its head, and they're just, like, shooting the shit, like, talking about whatever. Right. It's just like, I kind of wish that... That happened. Uh, <laughs> that would be... Yeah, it would be more like that. But mm-hmm. um, but it's cool to see, like, all the choreogra- choreogra- uh, choreography with the fighting and stuff. Of course. Um, just raiding, beating the hell out of all the demons and everything. So many. And um, I, I, I think it was kind of sad how when they were at like the Special Forces HQ and Johnny was talking to Raiden about how like, no, dude, you're a god. You don't know what it's like to lose family and blah, blah, blah. And Ra- all Raiden says, I know lost Johnny Cage. Or whatever he like doesn't, doesn't explain himself at all, and I'm just like, do you do you though, Raiden? Like, what do you mean? Like, 
okay like i get that you yelled that at me but like why Back and that then statement up <laughs> johnny's fucking wife dies like <laughs> one second later he's like please don't let anything happen to my family and raiden's like fuck you fuck your family mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh. Yeah, th- those were my highlights of chapter one. And then obviously mm-hmm. Tilda Swinton showing up at the end was a fantastic. <laughs> um, I mean, Kronika showing up is a, was a pretty cool moment too. Yes. Uh, how do you feel about Kronika? I don't love her, but I don't... <sighs> I don't know. It's, it's complicated, man, because like, I like time travel shit, but I think that this does it too much. To where, yeah. like, by the end of Aftermath, I didn't care about anything because all I could think about was how, like, nothing matters. Dude, and, like, yes. everything is just going to be undone again yeah. anyway. And, like, I don't know. It, it made mm-hmm. a lot of, like, the things that I think would be heavy-hitting moments fall kind of flat for me. Yeah. Especially when you look back on the moments of the story, you're like, none of this actually matters because everything gets reset literally yeah like this whole thing like all this bullshit with all these and could you imagine being just a regular trooper that's like sent on this fucking mission Mm -hmm. i'd be like this is not what i signed up for because they're just getting like destroyed by like you know revenant could you imagine you're just a regular guy kobe you just sign up you know you're just trying to take care of your family and just live your normal life and you're you have to go to shinnok's bone temple and katana cuts your fucking head off with you know revenant (laughs) katana cuts your fucking head off with her little fan it's just like i get why johnny cage and all these other people can be here in the nether realm but like we're just right. these people are just like fodder they're just like dying for nothing like they're not even mm-hmm. doing anything they get like a couple shots off before they're like torn apart brutally murdered yeah to mm-hmm. literally torn the fuck apart yeah um but again it brings me comfort knowing that none of that shit matters and um it will <laughs> all be undone I, I, it, comfort's not the right word but right right it's just at least there's like things that they're thing the moments in the story that will, since they're like getting reset is like doesn't matter like the death of scorpion in part one is like so unimpactful like it comes out of nowhere like when devora like pops out and like stabs him in the back or something mm-hmm. yeah i hated that it's just and i'm not a big fan of devora anyways uh so <laughs> dude Speaking of Devora and your distaste for Devora, there's a part in chapter two of the of the first uh, you know main Mortal Kombat story where uh, when Devora shows up at the fucking Coliseum to to save everybody, she like makes that portal right and like Shao Kahn, everyone walks through it. She like hisses at the camera <laughs> for like a few seconds. She just like opens her fucking mouth and then just like disappears through the portal. And I think that part is so great. And from that point <laughs> forward, I love Devora, and I wanted to know everything about her. Your favorite Mortal Kombat character, Devora, is this nasty ass bug woman. <laughs> um, um, like her and the collect the collector are like I think are some of the just useless characters in the story to me. Um, overall, I agree, um, I especially like. <laughs> in this story. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like Devorah was more impactful in MKX. 
right? yes. storyline. Yeah. But in this one, she almost does nothing. It's just kind she of. She only ever shows devices. up to like fuck with people. Like she. Tr- yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and same thing with Collector. Like you don't really hear shit from Collector ever. He's just. Mm-hmm. So like what? the beginning part with Kotal Khan and everything, I guess, when yeah. time stuff really kicks in. Um, but I guess my favorite moment in part one was that scene with Raiden and Liu Kang, uh, the different like timelines and uh, all coming together and them figuring out like the root of everything, the problem. Yes, I guess. Uh, I think mainly too because of that music that plays. Yeah, it's, the it's a when uh, kick in. very hype yeah. part, mm-hmm. which will be our music pick. But it's also I'm not the biggest fan of this type of music um, throughout the majority of this game because it's I'm not the biggest fan of too much orchestral type of soundtracks. I can See, feel kind of like- samey. I like orchestral soundtracks, but I feel like this soundtrack almost has no identity of its own. Yeah. And um, a lot of, aside from our soundtrack pick, like, I don't remember a single fucking bit of music from that game at all. And I think that Mortal Kombat's music, even throughout all of these NetherRealm games, has not been what I like. Right. I mean, I don't like Street Fighter V, and I still remember some of the fucking tracks from that game. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know shit about... I, I, I will never remember any of these songs that play on any of these stages. I don't know. Um, it's just... It doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it's just... It doesn't feel like it has much character in it or something. Yeah, it's boring. Um, it feels like part. it was, like, pumped into a fucking, like, we can generate an orchestral soundtrack based on words that you put in, and this is what we have come out with, like... Right, yeah. Epic revenge <laughs> time uh you know i don't know and that's mm-hmm. what this is what we got mm-hmm. but uh the scene with raiden and Liu Kang is pretty cool we'll say that yes. um which will which eventually leads into like or like later on in the story fire guy Liu Kang, which is a cool moment i think fuck yeah um, i had, I had no really idea cool. that that was gonna be a thing that would happen so i was like yeah. so stoked on fire god Liu Kang. Yeah, um, and it, like the like the neon glow from the tattoos and everything, really really cool. Yeah, really um, awesome. And then they uh, fight Kronika and turns the glass and everything, and uh, part one's pretty much finished. Dude, when when he punches her arms off and then punches her head off and she just falls over and shatters. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie Mind Hunters? It's like a, a part in that. Is that on it, an island? It's what? Is that on like on an island? Yeah, yeah. They go to an island. It's like uh, they're like F- FBI like um, people. It's or just something. like during like the the whole like Saw rage where like they had yes. like slick stuff going on, right? Okay, right. Yeah. And there's like some bad shit going on. You remember the first mm-hmm. guy? How he like is like walking out to the fucking dock or whatever, and then there's that thing that oh, like freezes him and yes. he falls over and shatters. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what I thought of whenever I saw Liu Kang knock her over and she just mm-hmm. shatters. But Wild. I want to watch that movie now. Yeah. 
I uh, it's it's good. It's got a lot of great one liners. Like LL Cool yeah. J has some fucking awesome lines. That's like like classic early two thousands feel. In that it it's it is perfectly mm-hmm. uh, that, and I love it. Nice. Um, um, I'm trying to look over and see if there's anything else that I that really stood out to me about this first thing. Sector uh, having to be disabled so that all of the ninja robots are disabled, I thought was nice. How they were like, we'll bring you back no matter what. Like, don't worry about it. Your soul is fine with us. I thought that was sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I mean, nothing fucking matters because everything is right. reset anyway. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know, like maybe nether realm like story-wise with the campaign and everything is like a little bit too influenced by like what the stuff they did with injustice and everything um like the whole superman and raiden kind of similarities and everything they're basically Uh, the same yeah Mm -hmm. and not the, the the biggest fan of that like the whole like god like good god like going evil because i just yeah like bright burn ass like this mm-hmm, is a right. character that's good that's now bad like look how bad they can be yeah i'm just i'm kind of done with that type of story yeah um it's uninspired yeah so yeah i guess that ends part one and chronica shattered and everything but so is the the crown sure. uh, which leads into part two aftermath um which has Shang Tsung, Fujin, and Nightwolf coming back. And Shang Tsung is the same actor that was in the original movie, right? Yeah, it's like Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa, I think. Um, and he is fucking awesome. Like probably the, one of the best things of this game, to be honest. I agree. Yeah. His acting um, in it is fantastic. Like great the facial capture and everything mm-hmm. is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, like he, like he is Shang Tsung. Like absolutely. Like, like I can't see anybody else playing him now. Same. Um, yeah. No way. Yeah, it's re- really good. Um, but at <sighs> but, the same time, the story. Like I'm so tired tired of multiverse stories now. As Dude, well. I know. And like Aftermath starts with like fucking exposition. Like it's like, mm-hmm. here we are. This is what has happened. And this is what we have to do. And Shang Tsung was like, what if we go back in time again? And I don't know, just them like running through like the, like Liu Kang is like, okay, I got to go back in time to the fight, but I can't make her drop the crown. So I have to finish her off in a different way. And I I let out the literal like longest fucking groan <laughs> when I started this expansion just because I was like already kind of burnt out on like what the story was doing anyway and it just seemed like it was doubling down on that again like let's mm-hmm. do more time travel yeah, and there's... maybe for somebody that like played the original story like months months and months and months came ago out yeah when something. it first came out and then like played this that would be fun but for me like I had just finished it three seconds ago. And now I have to like do this whole thing again, and uh, right. didn't didn't love it, but there were things that I liked about it. Yeah, same, same here. Um, plays like pretty much just like the part one and everything, and you're re- revisiting kind of moments here and there, um, kind of elaborating on certain moments too, which is kind of interesting. Like I like that type of thing with the time travel stuff where it kind of fills in the blanks 
here and there. Right. Or uh, you can see like another perspective from like yeah. what was happening when this was happening or whatever. And mm-hmm. only but, if it's like interesting. Yeah. But then again, like <laughs> at the end, most of the stuff doesn't matter. Um, basically. Cause it just like, it's all reset anyways. Um, right. so it's like it's lingering in like on the back of my mind. Um, right. Exactly. And I, I felt like there was, um, I don't know, just like that part where Shao Kahn and Sindel are, I mean, Sindel, of course, is like, I'm evil. I've always been evil. Like, <laughs> like a big su- fucking surprise. Like, it bummed me out that Katana thought that she was actually being genuine. It's like, right. This bitch is evil. And she's tricking you. <laughs> and like, I don't know, but like Kotal Khan's head rolling down the fucking ramp as like Shao Kahn and Sindel ran down the ramp. Like it was like, a, it looked like a fucking like WWE intro. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, oh shit. But like at the same time, I just like, I don't fucking care because all of this doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And even Liu Kang at the end, like Shang Tsung being like, you knew that this was all <laughs> like you let all your friends die because you knew that this was like how it was going to be. And he was just like, yep, nothing matters. Yep. Has <laughs> that smirk on his face and everything. Like <laughs> I killed all my friends. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, but like, I mean, did you, did you, did you ever think that Shang Tsung wasn't going to do that shit? Hell did no! You think like, that, yeah, it's gonna mean, happen. Like, I love how like all the characters like he is going to turn on us like at some point, and like yes, everybody everyone knows this. It. Yeah, everyone knows and, like it's coming. Like, <laughs> uh, and they still just keep doing the things that they want that he wants you to do. It's it mm-hmm. was insane to me. <laughs> I get why I get like Liu Kang's reasoning behind it because like mm-hmm. obviously he knew like all this shit was happening for a reason, right? Yeah. But like for everybody else who's not on like the, the the not privy to that information, it's like you're all a bunch of fucking fools for thinking that Shang Tsung would ever not fuck everybody yeah. over the second he it, it sucks. It sucks for everyone else in these timelines besides the gods or <laughs> powered people. Yeah. You know? yeah, literally, it sucks for everybody except for fucking Liu Kang and Raiden. Technically, right? The, yeah, the two pretty of much. Yep. Um, yeah, it was nice to actually play as the villains in this part too. Cause I thought we're like at some point in part one that you'll be able to play one of the more villainy type of characters, but I think it's all the good ones in part one, right? Yeah. It made me sad when I had to like beat Shiva with, mm-hmm. you know, I think it was like Sindel or Shao Kahn or whatever, but I was just like, I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> damn it. But like, also this is interesting. It was like, it, it kind of like got me through i honestly was like i don't want to fucking finish this and then like i got to that part and i was like okay maybe i'll finish this just because i wanted to see like okay well if we're playing as the bad guys now like where is this actually gonna go yeah i kind of mix things up right yeah mm-hmm. and um what did you the last fight you know when you ultimately have to decide if you want to be Liu kang or be shang song what which one did you go with so i did both but first i did Fire God Liu Kang. Hell yeah. Um, have to. Yes, have to. Um, which is the better one, <laughs> in my opinion. And it, I it agree. ends off in a really cool spot, I think, with uh, him checking on Kung Lao. Yeah, young Kung Lao. Yeah, and like him being like the new chosen one, which could set up for some really cool 
action um, adventure game right <laughs> right <laughs> like shaolin monk style where mm-hmm. someone can be fire god Liu kang another one can be new kung lao or whatever the f- i don't know yeah or just I'm a whole game that. about kung lao like yes i would love that i would love that so much mm-hmm. um did you try out the uh shang Tsung ending i watched it on youtube but i did mm-hmm. not go back to do it yeah it's pretty um, standard like yeah, what you expect it, it was kind of what i thought it was gonna be mm-hmm. like it's like you're watching this like yeah this is what i expected and it it probably won't be canon but it's yep yeah it, it, it honestly felt like an arcade mode ending to me yeah yeah which is kind of lame i kind of mm-hmm. wanted something Again. a little bit more from it but nothing uh, like matters. choices and yeah choices and story like like this is like uh it, nothing matters <laughs> right they could have honestly just left that shit out and only did the Liu kang ending and i think that would have been fine it, it, yeah it would have been fine like it's not losing anything you're not losing anything by not picking the shang song ending right um but yeah that's 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 part two and everything anything else you want to add to from part two uh I feel bad for Garrus. You know, he just keeps getting smashed <laughs> to fucking pieces and he has to like morph his goo ass body back together over and over and over again. Like, yeah, he really gets his ass handed to him like in every fight. And I was very disappointed in the lack of Cetrion. Cetrion is just mm-hmm. like a martyr. Like all she does is like kill herself so that Kronika can live for three, four more seconds. You know, it's just like, yeah. How disappointing. Kronika is like a terrible mother like yeah she's a shit mother yeah shinnok and cetrion yeah yep and you would think that she'd be a better mother considering she fucking controls time and like has all of this knowledge but apparently not yeah i guess not yeah um so yeah i guess that wraps up for part two um yeah that was a lot to get through the story and everything but, uh, it feels good to purge that from my memory yes. and just move on. <laughs> move on from it, right. Um, yeah. But we can get into our break and we'll be back to kind of do our final verdict on what we thought of the game and everything. Sounds good to me. Cool, cool. Well, like I said before, our soundtrack pick for this episode is Anagnorisis by Wilbert Roger II for the game Mortal Kombat 11. We'll be back.
Hello, and we are back. Hello, it's good to be back. Yes, and I guess it's time to finish it. Or, yes, finished episode. Finish him. Finish him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's your, what's your overall thoughts of the game? Mortal Kombat 11. Honestly, I don't feel like I've gained that much from the story mode. Um, mostly just because like the time travel shenanigans like makes it, it makes everything feel kind of whatever. Like when I think about all the things that happened, I just don't really care that much. Uh, (laughs) I don't know, but I've been, I've enjoyed getting back into Mortal Kombat and like playing with the combo system and like learning characters and stuff. I, I've enjoyed playing Mortal Kombat more than I've enjoyed playing the story mode. Right, right. Yeah, overall, the the game, I think... I, I feel like the gameplay of the story doesn't fit the story and, like, what they're trying to do. Like, right. I feel like there's a weird... Like, there's a conflict going on between the gameplay and the what they're trying to present. Um, right, like, the like visually and cutscene-wise and all this shit, it's like, this should be, like, a God of War-style game, almost. Yeah. More so than a, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 2D I fighting It's so game. jarring to watch this well, like, well-put-together cutscene, and then it goes, like, it goes into a 2D fighting scenario. It's just, there's something about it that's it's off-putting to me and yeah the, an- like it's, the animations are just not nearly as like smooth and satisfying as the choreography and stuff is of the yeah cutscenes mm-hmm. i feel like if they kept it just like like if they just built the story around like like going more sim- simple again and just sticking with the tournament based thing like even just elaborating on the the classic tower like stories of each character, I think that would be a better route for a story than like a, this whole like epic with everyone, including like to fit in to one cohesive story. You know, right. and I think the thing that makes Mortal Kombat's story interesting to me is just the brutality of it all. Like you are fighting to the fucking death, you know, yeah. and like when death doesn't mean anything it makes all of these deaths seem really just pointless. And I don't know. I really didn't feel any type of way. Like seeing Kotal Khan's head roll down the ramp, I was like, he'll be back. He'll be back and better yeah. than ever. Like this doesn't matter <laughs> at all. Um, right. Um, I, with that being said, I did have a fun time playing the story. Like it was like, I love the, I, I like how short it was. And like, I can, kind of relax and like watch something for most of it you know yeah um yeah i know what you that, mean. yeah um but yeah I, the whole time I, I wish playing this game i wanted it to be something that it wasn't overall um because like i see so much potential with the Mortal combat story being more connected to something 3d like yeah. adventure style, like the crypt stuff, if that was fleshed out into its own more, um, I don't know, meaningful way. That's yeah, not I mean, like they already have stuff. this whole like loot system and stuff like that in place. Like, I don't know why it's not just like a 
or why why they wouldn't just make like a action adventure RPG type thing where you're like, mm-hmm. you know, getting loot and you know, f- fighting people and shit, but not in this way, like not fighting people yeah. like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and ultimately, I just I kind of want them to revisit that like Shaolin monks or conquest type of gameplay. You know, like I, I don't yeah. like love those type of things, but like I. I, I enjoy them when they when I did play them, and I think they can do a better job at it today and um, be more fitting, in my opinion, to their story. Right. It's just like how how much like cosmetics and DLC and shit like that can you fit in a game like Shaolin Monks? It doesn't really like <laughs> have a place for right. that sort of thing, and I right. think that's how games are like being made now. Is like. You know, especially live mm-hmm. games that are constantly being updated and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think that I wouldn't be surprised if the next Mortal Kombat or next like Nether Realm fighting game will be like a free to play structure with a battle pass. I mean, they sh- you it, know, you know, Killer like Instinct some- like works well for them. Like, yeah, like I just I feel like everything has a battle pass these days too. For sure. So, I just think that's like. Th- would kind of be an obvious route for this type of game Definitely. to go, especially with the WB influence and everything. Right. Um. But yeah, I'm interested interested in to where they take it. It's like I hope they do follow through on like the Kung Lao stuff and Fire God Liu Kang and everything. But um, I'm sure it's not going to be <laughs> like a Shaolin monks type of thing, but that would be cool. Right. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were things that I liked about this, the story and stuff, but uh, you know, I, I obviously I really liked fire God, Liu Kang and, um, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm glad that I've played it and uh, I'm glad that it's out of my system and I can move on mm-hmm. to other things. Yes. Yes. And speaking of other things, um, we have our February pick for Ago. Uh, we ha- we originally were going to do the medium. I think we mentioned when we first planned this all out, yeah. but we after some discussion, we kind of decided not to do that and kind of wait on that. Yeah, because neither uh, one of us really want to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, yes, but uh, we've both have kind of fallen out of that out of the hype of that game that we originally had um but yeah and last time we we chose Mortal Kombat 11 it was randomly picked but this time around we have something picked beforehand because it's a game that we want to get to yep um and it is yeah how about how about you give it to us Andrew Catherine, um, yeah, I, th- I guess we will both be playing it on PlayStation Four. Yeah, right. I think so. Okay, that's where I'm playing. Cool. It. But, Same. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I haven't played it since uh, the full-bodied stuff came out, and I really liked Catherine originally, and I kind of want to see what this one is, or what, what the new shit is, and like, I don't know, revisit it, see if I still enjoy it, you know? Yeah, and I I've, haven't played it all the way through. I, I played the original when it came out through like some like Gamefly subscription I had at the time, but like only played it for like a couple days and didn't follow through on it. So this will be an interesting time for me to get back to it and play it. And I'm I'm excited for the platforming and puzzle solving stuff. I think I, I'm I'm into those type of games, so that should be fun. Yeah, it's good. It's a very uh, specific type of game too. I don't think it really feels like anything else. So be fun to uh, to get back into and see uh, how bad I am at the um, climbing. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and it, this game kind of has a uh, fighting game. Like it, it's in like yeah, it's, it's uh, featured at tournaments pretty yeah. regularly for um, you know, different fighting game tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the so competitive nice little... scene for it is kind of crazy, and um, they're much better than I will ever be. <laughs> it's nice that we're we're like segueing into it from Mortal Kombat. Yes, um, it's from pretty... a fighting game to a fighting game adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah I'm I guess. Uh, yeah, me too. Me too. I'm I'm liking this little format we've come up with, and uh, it's we're getting into games that I've been meaning to get to. Yeah, I don't think that I would have ever finished MK11 story mode had we not decided to do this this way. Same. So. I kind of pushed me through. <laughs> for better or for worse, it pushed me through. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, anything else that you'd like to mention? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think cool. so. Same. Um, Same. Yeah. I think I'm good. Well, I think, yeah. Let's uh, let's wrap this how one about up. We wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of And We Got Older. If you'd like to send us any questions or game recommendations, you can reach us at agopodcast at gmail.com. That's A W G O podcast at gmail.com. Or follow us on Instagram at agopodcast, where you can reach us there as well. Our intro and outro music is And We Got Older by Jim Guthrie. I'm Andrew Evans. I'm Kobe McGraw. Until next time. I'm done entertaining you clowns.